everybody. My name is Oli Cardo. I'm a Freeletics ambassador from the UK. And this is Angelo, a Freeletics, uh, a USA Freeletics ambassador from USA. <laughs> Uh, hey, I honestly, honestly forgot forgot what I have to say from USA, and I put the USA first. But I tried to combine both of them, and it was a mess. You know, do you know what's funny? We don't even have to say anything. There are no rules. We make it up, and uh, at least you get your name right most of the time. Okay. Did I? I have to. We have to. I'm gonna see the episode. I'm gonna see if I made it right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. We'll see how it goes. Right. Welcome, everybody, to the Shape by Gods podcast. Right, here we go. We're back. Shape by God's podcast is back. Um, it is. Um, I've, I can't even keep track of episodes and, and series at this point. Um, we're just going to talk. We're going to freewheel it this evening. Uh, it's going to be me, Ollie, uh, Freeletics ambassador from the UK and US <laughs> ambassador from the USA of the US, uh, Angelo, USA ambassador. Free lentils. Free lentils. Hey, guess what? Guess what? Yeah. The, last, yes. the, last, the last two days. I've had it's lentils. happening, man. I it's happening, lentils. man. I'm telling you. I have, okay. I, have, I have a definitive goal on the background, an infinite mindset that I have to make as many people possible to eat lentils at least two times a week. Okay, I'm going to throw a small spanner <laughs> in the works, okay? Um, where, where are these lentils coming from? And are you putting pressure on the, on the poor people that are producing these lentils? Are they going to be stretched and worked to the bone? <laughs> For very little. <laughs> uh, <laughs> have you created an issue? Everybody's eating yeah. lentils, so they can't produce them quick enough. I think the statistics, uh, whoever whoever keeps the statistics about uh, you know the sales and the market, whatever is going uh, whatever is going on in the supermarkets, is gonna say, why since uh, 2009, for example, lentils yeah. got like a, a drastic change, incline, and you know. Uh, you know you know what's going to happen? You're going to overstretch the lentils industry. It's going to cause a big problem for the planet. And then all of a sudden, they're going to be desperately trying to get us to eat beef. We need to eat more beef. Lentils is killing the planet, man. We can't produce this many lentils. We need to eat beef. <laughs> I think they're going to go in the news and going to say we are short of lentils. Please stop eating lentils. Whoever does it, please stop eating lentils. <laughs> so, so far, so far. The lentils industry is stretched already, and that's just you. That's just the amount of lentils you're eating. (laughs) (laughs) Just one person, man. Just one person made the whole factory almost. It's you. you. The lentils, the free lentils. I think you'd have to change the free lentils to something else because I think people will be coming to you for free lentils. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. To be honest, I would love. To cook lentils for someone if, if someone comes and knock my door and yeah. say hello there you know i heard that you're making an excellent plate of lentils can i have one i'm gonna say of course my friend and i'm yeah. gonna be happy to cook for that person a bowl of lentils with our well, excellent ingredients i've got to tell i've got to tell you man the last two days I, i've not had i've had lentils in the cupboard for a long time 
And the last two days, I had a couple of recipes for two, two different recipes for lentils. One was, uh, is it beluga or beluga lentils? And the next day, today was red lentils. And um, the first one was incredible. It was like a, it was like a, um, a lentil ragu with feta mashed potato. It was insane. And oh, then today, man. Yeah. Lentils oh, and feta cheese. Oh, my God. Paprika chicken with a, it was a lentil uh, dal. It was like a curry. And it, oh, yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Massive amounts of protein in that tonight, in my dish tonight. It was like 60 grams of protein or something like that. But that's with the chicken, of course. But I yeah. put I put turmeric and um, turmeric in my lentils. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm double helping. Uh, double helping. Tu turmeric. I put I put turmeric up with some uh, bay leaves for the aroma, you know, and everything. Of course, yeah. um, pepper, uh, oregano, and slight salt, and uh, extra virgin olive oil, uh, Greek olive oil, and apple cider vinegar. Yes, that's a game Man. changer as well. The apple cider the best. vinegar. Cool, they're so good. Right, okay, we could talk about food all night. This is a this is a you know, food plays a huge part of what we do, what we talk about. But let's move on a little bit. We've got some, um, well, I, I definitely have got some crazy stuff going on. Um, I've had a few surprises lately. Um, let's start with, let's start with this, shall we? Okay. So, <laughs> for those of what you is the 239, are, Ollie? What is the 239? I don't know. So for those of you who are just listening to the podcast and not looking at the video, um, I've just held up uh, something that arrived in the post on i think it was monday morning no no it was, it was maybe midweek this week um and it's it was a nice surprise it was on the doorstep when i got home from work and it is a runner's number with my name on it number 239 for the tor bay half marathon um which is which is cool i was quite i was happy with the idea i was surprised by it because i what I, i'll tell you the story here's what happened okay so I was working for a company. It was just a small company. And uh, I was speaking to my boss and she said, why don't we put ourselves in for the half marathon and we'll raise some money for charity and it would be a nice thing to do. And I thought, yeah, that's a great idea. So she signed us up um, maybe two, a year or two ago, probably two years ago almost now. Um, so then uh, obviously COVID happened. Everything went into lockdown. The marathon was cancelled because obviously a big crowd of people running in the same direction just went against all the COVID rules. Um, and then we forgot about it. Since then I lost that job due to COVID. I had, I was, um, I was made redundant. Um, I've got a new job now and a new life. Uh, and then what happened was I didn't realize they rolled it over. So they canceled the marathon, but kept the placement. Uh, and I only found out uh, this week, uh, and the worst thing about it all, which is your favorite part, I think, is it's now uh, Monday. We're on Monday now. OK, so this marathon, this half marathon is actually taking place on Sunday. <laughs> so now when I first when I first spoke to you about it, I had one week and now I have six days. Um, in fact, there's a countdown on my app that says five days and so, however many hours. <laughs> it's even worse on the app. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, so this is how lucky I am. I have a whole community 
of free athletes and um, fellow uh, fitness enthusiasts who have experience with running. I have very little experience with running. Um, uh, and I've had some amazing advice from you guys. Uh, most of the advice was to say that you haven't got time to prepare. <laughs> it's going to be horrible and you're not ready, um, which is all the things I knew. So uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to use it as an experiment. OK, so this is what I want to see. I want to see how um, how someone who is freeletics fit can fare in a uh, half marathon. You know what I mean? So I, I'm not a runner. OK, uh, I don't do a great deal of running. Uh, if I go, if I need to go to the supermarket occasionally, I will run to the one to the fourth supermarket. So when I go to the supermarket that I run to, I run past one, two, three, four. I run past four or five supermarkets to get to the furthest one away uh, just to get an extra run in. And I just happen to prefer the store. Um, but that's my running and that totals uh, is two and a half key yeah, two and a half K each way. So that's a five K. Um, I've done the, the occasional 10 K, but other than that, I have little to no running experience. It's not something that, that I necessarily enjoy doing. Um, so what I want to find out is how fit, how, how that fitness translates. So obviously with Freeletics, we do a lot of body weight. We do a lot of burpees. We do a lot of high intensity uh, workouts which, uh, which does get the heart going it you know we do a lot of squats and lunges and split lunges so it's not as if I have zero strength and zero endurance I just want to see how it translates from one to the other and just to see actually the main thing as well as well as the fitness side of it is I want to see how I can apply that freeletics mentality so at that point, when you get to, the, to that stage, which inevitably I'm going to get to probably quite quickly, where you feel like, you, you, you know, you, you could quite easily give up, uh, you know, using that mentality to push through those barriers and then using that mindset that we've all experienced with Freeletics, even when you first start your Freeletics journey, uh, even like what you might consider now to be an easier God workout. At that time, when you first started, you had that mental block where you thought, this is crazy. I'm, I'm not fit enough to do this. And it's all relative to depending on your fitness levels at the time, which is how obviously the freeletics coach adapts. Um, but at every stage, no matter what stage you are at in your journey, you will always have that. I can't quite do this moment when you actually can, because it's getting harder as you get better. So um, I don't know. What do you think about that plan? <laughs> Applying my freeletics training and mentality towards uh, a, a run that's way above anything I've done before. You know, if um, I have a few things to say, uh, first of all, you know, best of luck on everything we're gonna do. That it's gonna be an amazing experience. But yeah. it's, uh, been nice, it's been nice. But, yeah. <laughs> but let's start. So if you if you were a person that had no um, fitness experience, like this kind of fitness fitness experience that we're going through like four or five times a week, like through the coach, you know, the burpees, the lunges, the squats, all the gut workouts, the, the whole, uh, you know, um, bursting of energy to break the PB and everything. Um, if you weren't that person, I would say you crazy, man. You, you, can't, you cannot be ready for half a marathon in six days. That's for sure. Either you're going to get injured or you're, gonna, you're not going to be able to complete it. Or even if you complete it after, you know, running, walking, running, walking, 
to the end, you would be extremely sore like uh, for the next month. Um, now, the thing is you have experience of biking. So you were yeah. taking your bike and, and your legs, you know, were doing some training. Um, you're doing the running and your story is, is extremely, extremely similar to what I did um, seven years ago. Seven years ago, it was my very first time ever in my life ran 12 miles, 11 point something. So it's, it's very close to, I don't, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't know the conversion to, uh, to K. Uh, it's close to half a marathon, uh, 11 point something miles. And it was a guy that he used to run uh, like 15K every day. Just after work, he was going, honestly, he was, he was going six days a week. So one day he says to me, because, you know, he saw me fit and everything because of athletics. And uh, I used to bike a little bit from home to work, from work to home, exactly like you. So he says to me, hey, Angelo, you look fit, this and that. He says, you want to run to Boston? So at that moment, I used to live 12 miles from Boston. So the distance was 12 miles, like a half a marathon run. So he says, you want to do like a run to Boston? Have you run before? I say, I never ran in my life. I was never a runner and I never did it. He says, yeah, you fit and all this kind of stuff. Do you think you can make it? He says, want to go like half, even halfway. Let's do like a, you know, five, six miles or whatever, or, you know, 10K or 12K. And I say, okay. So in the, I, I completed it. We went all the way to Boston. Uh, I was sore for the next week, to be honest. I was one week uh, sore, but I made it. And uh, I wasn't a runner before. So what I'm trying to say is Freeletics does make you ready for, uh, for running, does make you ready for, for extreme cases. Like it was like a, like a huge uh, hill that we had to, to run, you know, over. Then you have to go through some other, you know, like through nature and some forest, whatever, to, go to, to get closer to Boston and everything. But the thing is, I, I was very tired uh, during the last maybe 3K. So I could see myself, I was ready for a little bit less than a half a marathon. But I pushed myself, you know, I pushed my limits and eventually I made it. So, um, yeah, Freeletics definitely makes you ready. Uh, definitely completely ready for, for distances. It makes you ready for, the, it doesn't make you ready to run a marathon or whatever, because you have to put the, the miles and the kilometers in your legs while running. But definitely takes you to a place because I was doing back then I did not have the coach. I was doing a lot of uh, Aphrodite burpees and squats. I was doing a lot of uh, uh, Dion and Metis and I was doing, I was doing all God workouts. So my dads yeah. were always ready squats and burpees and uh, burpee squat jumps. So without running, I became ready for uh, for run. So my experience, because I've done it before, uh, Freeletics made me for uh, made me ready for the run, and at the end, the guy couldn't believe it. He says, "Man, this is unbelievable. This is your first run, and actually, you ran a half a marathon." Of course, I was sore for the next week because I never yeah. did such a run before, but I was able to finish it by only doing a body weight uh, uh, workouts in my uh, in my bedroom. Yeah, and um, but you know, out of everything, you know, of course it's going to be difficult. I was walking, you know, I was making stops and everything and then kept running because I cannot make, you know, like, you know, tw 21 kilometers in, in one take. I was taking like breaks every few kilometers. I was walking maybe for one, two minutes. Then I kept running, was catching up my breath, kept running. 
And um, but this is gonna it's gonna happen the same thing to you. Uh, you're gonna feel exhausted. You're gonna start walking. You're gonna feel exhausted. Start walking and everything. But um, like uh, David Goggins says, you know, when you feel you can't go anymore, I had this in my mind. When you when you feel you can't go anymore, you're at the forty percent of your uh, of your energy. So you have another forty percent. Uh, to push and you know everything everything is mental you know after one specific uh, distance everything is completely uh, mental of how much you want it and how much you want to push through mm-hmm. yeah 100% yeah I think I think what what I'm feeling at the moment obviously I'm I, there's no way I'm going to downplay what it takes to run these things and run them well and run them comfortably I'm not expecting comfortable by any stretch um, but to a certain point, I feel like I will be I will be comfortable physically for quite a good distance. And then once that comfort, like the physical comfort disappears, I feel like that's where my mental strength, I'm going to I'm going to fall back on my mental strength. Um, it, it obviously is something completely new for me. It's um, it's not something I, I've experienced before. It's going to be obviously it's not just going for a run it's going to be there's going to be crowds of excited people who are you know there's going to be people dressed up in all sorts of different different things there's going to be professionals trying to get you know a really competitive time um there are prizes for the winners and things like that you know like they usually are um my my main aim is to enjoy myself and uh and just just see how it goes really i mean i'm i'm not I, i'm not going to put myself under any pressure i know it's a short turnaround and even if i'd had months to prepare i th- i think that um I, I i feel like i would approach the day the same way i, I don't want to put pressure on myself to to achieve a, an incredible time i think because this is my first one just getting through just getting to the yeah. end is going to is going to be and, and it's not about the time you know if you no. if you're not in a competitive uh, event it's not it's not even worth it to, um, you know, the, the whole thing of doing phyletics, doing uh, dumbbells, doing weights, doing running. Yeah, everything is about to enjoy. Whatever you do in life is all about enjoying the thing, you know. So you don't have to, to go crazy. But but um, what we said like a previous, uh, uh, you know, podcast, and I want to say the same thing. You know, think about your energy like a water bottle while you're running. Mm-hmm. In the very beginning, you have to set up a pace. And I think the best pace you can do in the beginning, just for, because it's 21 kilometers, you're going to have 21 kilometers to, to go through. So in the beginning, just do like eight minutes per kilometer. And you don't care if it's low, you don't care if whatever, but slowly you, you're spending, you know, less energy than you would if you were having a seven minutes per K and the, the, the water bottle will go you know way easier it's like a car when you're on the highway depends if you run with uh, 40 uh, it's gonna waste less uh, less gas if you run with 70 it's gonna you know the gas is the gas is gonna go way down than mm-hmm. supposed to so same thing with, with with your energy in the beginning just for the 75 percent go slow and you know just enjoy the race whatever and if you see you can you can increase your pace and just have let's let's call it a better time for yourself, like a personal best for yourself, then you can increase the pace. But if you, if you see that you're already tired, the more you push yourself to go faster, the more you push yourself also for uh, how sore you're going to be after. Yeah. Because your, your legs are going to 
they're going to be ready to give up, you know, with a certain pace. So yeah. if you're ready to give up with eight minutes pace, if you go faster and you go, you, you're not going to think about, you know, safety and injuries and all this kind of stuff. And you want to run like faster towards the race. If you see the finish line or somebody tells you it's the last, uh, the last K and whatever, and you go fast, you're going to bring soreness. You might bring in- injuries and you don't want to, you don't want to overstress your your calves or your heels and everything because a run is a run, you know, and you can, because we're walking every day and we don't think about it, but we put like a huge pressure on, on our feet every day. Mm-hmm. And because after this half a marathon, you're still going to have to walk to work. You're still going to have to go to the supermarket. You're still going to have to walk your babies, you know, to school and everywhere. So you're not going to give any recovery time for your feet. So if you get a little bit injured and your your feet needs recovery, you you can't stop. You yeah. your life is keeps going. So you have to be extremely wise and smart of how you're gonna play uh, your game uh, in the half marathon. Yeah, this is um this is why I always found it strange that they host it on a Sunday uh, because then you're back to work on the Monday. <laughs> so it's uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? it's gonna be crazy. I, I don't think I'll be cycling to work on Monday. Um, I think I will be in the car trying not to cramp up as I, uh, as I drive into work. Um, I've got some compression socks ready. Uh, I'm going to need those. I'm going to need to be wearing those. I think. Um, Make sure you eat well, you know, make sure you like the two days, at least before the race, you eat well enough of carbs to, you know, fill up your body with energy uh, and everything. I'm going to be full of oats and sweet potatoes. Oats and sweet potatoes. That's going to be that's me. That's, that, you know, that's that's usually that's my day to day. Usually, anyway, those the, you know those yeah, things. Yeah. And and noticeably, if I if I like sort of move away from that for a, for a little while, like if I have a day off, I can feel the difference in my body compared to like my body's performance, even just just getting through daily tasks with with yeah. the uh, you know with the right fuel on board. <laughs> obviously, it's the same as anything, any machine or any any sort of exactly exactly many times many times you you, you're extremely healthy you know because you're working and you keep this routine and whatever and on your day off when you're going out of your way let's say not you but some people most of the times on the day off you know uh going a little bit more different than the daily routine they did something different and the next day they feel tired so it's not because you did so many things on a day off it's how you treated how you treated yourself on your day off yeah. Some people do, I, you know, when they do ice cream, so they do junk foods or fast foods or whatever. Yeah. Of junk anyway. Uh, so I did it this weekend, man. It was, uh, <laughs> it was my birthday. So we, I uh, let my guard down. Uh, so on Friday was actually my birthday. So I went to work at 5 a.m. And then when I got home from work at 5 p.m., I had to go straight out and take my daughter to dance. So when I got home from that, it was sort of uh, 7.30 p.m. Um, and then I put her to bed. It was 8 p.m. So that wasn't time for cooking. That was time for takeaway. So we got a pizza uh, and then one thing led to another. And next thing I know, I'm on one of my classic legendary binges where I'm eating everything there is in sight. Uh, and then it carried on. And then I saw the family on Saturday. Um, so it carried on for a little while. And then I drew a line on Saturday afternoon. I drew a line. I said, right, that's it. That's it. We're done. You already feel yeah. awful. You know, you could feel every every ounce of that, you know, chocolate and cake and, and 
you know, pizza and things like that. Yeah. But I drew a line. I drew a line. And I had this, I had this run in mind. And obviously, when you get into your freeletics journeys as well, if you take a day off, it's on your mind that you have just possibly had a little wobble on your journey. Yeah. And the next freeletics workout is going to be tough. And well, what time work- is your race, by the way? I'm sorry to interrupt you. What time is, is your race? It starts at 9 a.m. UK time. So that's oh. going to be, you'll be asleep. You'll be asleep. Yeah. I hope you'll be yeah. asleep. But, but my friend, but yeah. my friend, this Sunday, this Sunday, I don't want to take your, I don't want to take the lights uh, from you, you know, with your half marathon, but There's it's no my half, it's uh, my half a marathon too, with, um, with a Spartan race. Is it on this Sunday? Is it Sunday? On the same on the same day. Oh no! Oh, I'm sorry. It was Saturday. It was Saturday. I apologize. It's Saturday. It's the day before. But what what time? Uh, at one. So we are only hours apart. Hours yeah, apart. So for you it's gonna be six. Yeah. yeah. So we're like 14 hours away. I'm gonna run my race, and then 14 hours after you're gonna run yours. That makes it so much better. That makes it so much better for me. That's so cool. That's yeah, that's really gonna cool. be amazing. So, so by the time you wake up. When I wake up to do mine, you'll have done yours. You'll have finished yes, yours. Yes, yes. And, I'll, yes, and because... I'll see all your pictures and I'll see all your victory and your and your accomplishment and I will take that into mine. And then by the time you wake up on the Sunday, we'll both be there with brand new shiny medals. Man, that, that's amazing. Oh. Yes. Oh, man. Yeah, Sunday yes. morning. But I mean, you know, it's like traveling in time. When I sleep, you mm. wouldn't you, you wouldn't finish the race by when I'm going to sleep. But when I'm going to wake up, you already finished the, the race, you know? That's so, cool. that's yeah, yeah, that's cool. amazing. That's okay, amazing. So, so, so another thing as well. So there was something that we were talking about just before we, um, we started. So for, for my birthday, my brother um, gave me some money to contribute towards entering the challenge, which is a, it's a virtual challenge, which anyone can do. Um, yeah. And what, what you do is you sign up for uh, one of their many, many virtual challenges, and they are, based on different um, landmarks and monuments and famous trails around the world. And you run the distance yourself and it logs that distance on their app and translates it to a virtual map. So for example, I've signed myself up to do a uh, marathon to Athens, um, which is going to be the same distance as a full marathon, which is obviously where marathon comes from. That's where the the whole concept and the whole, and the whole name comes from is, uh, is the, the Athens, the marathon to Athens, uh, with the messenger. Um, so it's, it's a virtual thing. So say, for example, if I'm doing this, I'm doing the Torbay half marathon and on the day before you're doing your Spartan race, you could sign up for the same challenge and you could track the same distance on yours. And there's so many different challenges around the world now. And I, and I think that's something that really did come out of uh, and it, all these lockdowns and all these all these things that we went through, there's a lot of creativity went on through that. Uh, and the idea that in order to run from Athens to Marathon or Marathon to Athens, you don't necessarily have to get a passport and book a ticket and, and fly over there. You can do that virtually and you can get that miles. And it's, a, it's another way of encouraging you to, to work out. So another thing that I wanted to do at some point as well was perhaps sign up for one of these virtual race challenges and coincide it with a one of the freeletics running journeys so whenever you do your freeletics workout and you're running uh 
you're logging the, that mileage and completing these different things and, and then receiving a, 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 a medal at the end of that, which I think would be a good little way of linking things, especially through the community now, especially because Freeletics is, is such a global global um, community that it, it's, uh, it's just another little way of potentially everybody competing and coming home with the same medal and going through the same thing. So if you start the same running journey, and then also started the same challenge and received the same medal. I think that would be really cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's really amazing because what you said about co combine uh, the whole virtual challenge with Freeletics, except that when you have, uh, when you pick your journey, right? Let's say hybrid, hybrid running, whatever, and you pick a journey and it gives you one more reason to stick with it, you know, because sometimes... Of course, you put your reasons down, like to be fit, to be healthy, to be strong, to run faster, to, to run longer, blah, blah, blah. But sometimes, you know, when life happens, you know, you just you forget everything. You just uh, want to give up or something. But this one is also something because you don't get anything physical from completing the journey except in, in with Freeletics, you know, except the achievements and the badges. And, yeah. you know, of course, the feeling of achievement and the total amount of, uh, you know, every workout that you've done. And so you can feel proud of yourself. But this virtual running, the good thing is what you say and what you're talking about is that they send you the physical, uh, the physical med uh, the medal. Mm -hmm. And you can actually do at the same time the coach the hybrid running, let's yeah. say, or yeah. whatever, and you have runnings, uh, you have to run distances, and maybe halfway with the coach, maybe you already finished the half, the, half of the marathon to Athens. So you, they're going to send you a badge. And then if you start, you know, another virtual running, then yeah. let's say, I don't know, uh, in Egypt or something, uh, then you're getting the second one. So by the end of exactly. the coach, you have two medals, and you I actually feel like you, yeah. Imagine you finish your freeletics journey, but you haven't quite finished that medal. You are guaranteed then to start a new journey. It, it, it will bring you. Yeah, yeah, because that, that's it. correct. Because you want to get the medal, you're going to say, oh man, I'm like, uh, mm. for example, I'm 10K away, you know, but how I'm going to run 10K. And you're going to say, you know what, I'm going to do another hybrid, uh, hybrid uh, running or maybe uh, another, uh, you know, journey that includes running uh, inside. And uh, it gives you motivation to keep going. And you know what? It's going to happen a habit after all. You know, after you've done like, probably halfway your first journey, you know, you're gonna, it's going to become a habit and probably you're going to be a runner after that for life. And yeah. that's how everything starts. You know, when, when I started, when I put a goal to, uh, to do my first partner race, I never ran before. I was never a runner. And, uh, you know, always the distance was the most scary thing, except the obstacles. This, the distance for me personally, it was the most scary thing, like how I'm going to run this yeah. distance. Uh, but when, you, when I finished the smallest one, then I said, oh, you know what? Um, let's say it was the smallest one is 5K and the next one is 10K. So when you've done the 5K and you feel comfortable with, you say, is another 5K mm -hmm. to the 10K. It's the same. It's the same again. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. The same thing, whatever you did, yeah. but you just adding another five. And then when, now that I finished the 10K, like a, a few weeks ago, and I was very comfortable, you know, I finished it because I'm running uh, very often now, you know, uh, since I started running. Um, I did the 10K and I was very comfortable at the end. And I'm like, oh, there is another Spartan race that has a half a marathon in it that is 21K. You know, yeah. okay, I did the 10, I was very comfortable. I can go up to 15, you know, like 
at the end of it and be tired or whatever. So why am I not let's start training? And yeah. then you keep pushing and you keep pushing and you keep pushing. It's like the PB, you know, you do an Aphrodite in the 30 minutes and then you do 29 minutes and you say, oh my God, I can do it. You know, I can just save some uh, seconds, some minutes and then you yeah. keep pushing and you keep pushing and it's a nonstop uh, loop yeah. of it progress. Was, it was the same thing. It was the same thing with freelancers because a lot of the fear and, and the same with most things, a lot of the fear comes before before the event and before the actual task is, is being done. And once you get started, the fear goes. And then once you finish, you think, what was I worried about? Um, and, and I think as well, what you learn, whether regardless of your, you know, your actual, your mileage or your, your PBs and things like that, what you learn is regardless of what the mileage is, once I get to that point where I feel like I want to give up and I don't give up or I can continue, once you get to that point, you can apply that to whatever the task. I mean, obviously, there's a certain point with everything where if your body is not physically ready to do a certain task, then it's, you know, the chances are you're probably going to collapse. But if your body is ready enough, and like you said earlier, once you think you're ready to quit, you're probably only 40% through or, or, or whatever the numbers were. You know, it's building that, that muscle memory for just carrying on and convincing yourself you're not done yet. You, you know, we're not, we're not finished. Um, it's, it's exciting. It's an exciting thing. I, I, this is what a lot of people live for. This is what a lot of people um, enter these these challenges for, and that you get thrill seekers that that want to get pushed to that point of of surrender and that that quitting point, and they want to push through that. And it and it is addictive, I think, especially if you get a nice little shiny medal at the end of it. And some of the medals out there are beautiful. One day, I'd love to be able to to earn a freeletics medal and i think they should they should work on that uh and it and it might have to be something massive you know something like uh completing all the gods you know once you've completed all the god workouts then you get a medal uh or once you get to over a, a certain level you know because you, you yeah obviously you progress yeah. with points and you get to a certain level where there could be a, a few medals i don't think you couldn't expect to get a medal for every God workout you do. Cause that would be, that'd be a crazy amount of medals being dished out. But if it's something that's definitely unique uh, and, and sets you apart from, you know, anyone else who perhaps hasn't got it in them to push to that point, you know, something that you can earn through freeletics, that'd be really cool. And you can imagine, you can imagine that this on, yeah, this, yeah. you know, yeah, the hexagon medal would be, would be insane. It would be the be awesome. most beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a great idea, I think. But I think for now, until they do that, they've got the virtual badges, which I am now uh, slightly obsessed with. Um, every time I get that perfect week badge, uh, you know, and and it's it has actually it has inspired me to 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 push a little bit further. Where if you've got a a workout week where you've got one workout left to do, and it's Saturday or Sunday, uh, and you were tempted to not do it you were going to push it over to the next week, then you lose that perfect week badge. Uh, and that for me is incentive enough to get them in. Um, again, it's, it's reward. You, you, you're more than happy to put the work in purely for self-development and personal growth, but it does get to a point where sometimes you need a little bit more than that. You need a little bit more because you can't see the end of that. When, when you're just working on yourself, there is no end because we can always improve and we can always continue you know, to, to get better and improve what, you know, what we are and who we are. So there is no end and it can, and it can get a little bit daunting sometimes when you can't see that end. And 
just these little rewards along the way, these little little milestones where you know, you know you get you get something. It's like dangling the carrot in front of you, uh, and it works works for me. Yeah, just keep going and and, and keep pushing. Yeah, the, these little things that you're talking about is what keeps us going. You know, it's just as humans we're goal achievement uh, machines. You know, we seek uh, achievements and uh, through progress. Um, and while we progress, we're achieving more stuff. So, um, yeah, it's really good. It's really good. And I would love, man, I would love uh, have the badge, uh, the medal, the Freeletics medal, you know, whatever whatever is going to be, if it's going to be, that would be yeah. great to hug it out of the world. I mean, the design's already there, isn't it? It's perfect. That is perfect for a medal hanging around your neck with Freeletics on the, on the, uh, on the strap, it repeated. Yeah, that would be cool. I think, I think we, need to, we need to put that idea forward, I think. Definitely. Because um, even even becoming an ambassador, which is a uh, is a recognition of many, many things. It's not just um, the fitness levels that you can achieve because that's not what it's about. It's not about being the fittest free athlete. It's about, um, you know, being, being a big part of the community and, and helping other people. And when you become an ambassador, that's that for me was what it was all about. It was recognition for being someone who helped other people to achieve their goals not it's not all about your own goals it's about other people's so the idea of a little reward for that is uh yeah Yeah, of not putting yourself first yeah that's important of course you're putting others uh with yourself next to you that's right the free athlete way you're listening to the shaped by gods podcast Okay, so now we're going to wrap that up there because uh, I believe we are both going to go for a run uh, because, I mean, we ought to do a little bit of practice, right? We ought to, we ought to ch- at least try our new shoes on, uh, see if our, see how many blisters we can accumulate. Imagine I got blisters today. That would be good. Um, it's getting dark where I am now. It is dark where I am now, so it's, it's late. I'm going to have to go for a dark run. Um, so the next time... The very next time you will have completed, is it a 21K? 21 yeah. Spartan race. That's and 30, 30 obstacles. And 30 obstacles. I'm wondering if I should just start, during my half marathon, should I just start climbing over cars and things like that? <laughs> <laughs> Can jumping, you imagine? Yeah, crawling, cars. crawling under tables, uh, you know, climbing the poles uh, and the cars. Just jumping over garden walls and through ponds yeah. and, and things like that. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I'd do my own Spartan race, yeah. Uh, yeah, you can do it anywhere you can do it. You can. Um, luckily, my my route is, um, it starts uh, at somewhere called, uh, I live in Paynton. It starts on Paynton Pier. So it starts right on a pier. Uh, and then you do a lap of the green and then you're off away along the seafront along the coastal road uh, to the seafront so yeah. it's going to be it's going to be okay and it's and it's actually most of it is actually the the route i cycle to and from work so i'm very familiar with it as far as cycling is concerned um it is hilly it's up and down you know there's it's big inclines and declines but for every incline you've got to go up you get a decline afterwards which is quite nice so it's something yeah. to work towards so so that again already in my head i'm thinking your your target there your reward for getting up that hill is running down the other side so it's uh same thing in life man same thing in life you have to go through hell so you can enjoy uh the fruits of the tree that's right and i'm i'm 
by no means expecting to be anywhere near uh, the front runners at all. Uh, that, that would be mental to think that. But I'd like yeah. to think I was in in good enough shape to be somewhere in the middle, which uh, we'll see how it goes. And of course, now all of a sudden I'm 38 years old. I'm not 37 anymore. Uh, so it's um, it just seems like a really bad idea. <laughs> 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 no man no it was it's, it was one guy it's one guy that he has like so many world records from India that he's 103 or something yes, and he yes. still runs marathons so yeah. you're, you're not even you're actually a third of his life yeah and and you can do it man you have another he, 60 60 years 65 years to be like him he might not have done <laughs> his first one until he was 38 you never know you never know. Oh, I think he crazy. actually started very late. I think he started like a, a 60 something and, uh, you know, running, it's uh, helping a lot of the immunity and the, and the body to regenerate the cells and everything. So yeah. by running only, by running only, he had just 40 years in his life. Yes. Yes. But weirdly, he's probably run for hundreds and hundreds of miles and probably ends up in exactly the same place <laughs> <laughs> probably he can run from uk to to athens and yeah. come back and back yeah before i finish the tall bay half <laughs> before dark before the yeah. sunset yeah <laughs> oh, oh dear right okay so you. give your best my brother all the best for your your 21k 30 obstacle spartan victory and i'm calling it a victory now because i know it's coming it's going to be a victory uh and uh, you too my brother you you'll kill it i know yeah you you um you upload pictures and victory pictures from yours and i uh, that will spur me on definitely um, definitely I, before we sign off i want to thank everyone in the freeletics community i want to thank you for all your advice and your guidance and your support uh, not just for this, but all the time, uh, you know, every, every single week. Um, it's, it's been, it's been a tough, it's been a tough few months for, for everyone, I think, because as we've opened back up, as the world has started to open back up, it feels like we're going back into work and into our education. And it's almost like we're trying to cram the last two years into the next month or so, you know, it's almost like we're trying to play catch up. Yeah. So life's got busy we kind of got used to the, the new routine and things like that and now of course we're all back to work kids are going back to school uh, and we're trying to fit in all the things we started when we had that spare time we're still trying to maintain because there was no I think people have realized now that there were things they wanted to be doing there's things they wanted to be doing with their time and and, and work and you know and education was getting in the way almost because we're away mm -hmm. from you know, we're away from working on our dreams for 30 or 40 hours a week, which is, it's madness. So, you know, I think trying to, more and more people are trying to juggle both now. They're trying to, they're trying to maintain those things that they started, that they had a passion for during lockdown whilst, whilst trying to get back to work. So it's tough. It's tough, but, uh, you know, thank you. It's a mental game, for... man. It's, yeah. a, it's a mental game. You, you have to, you know, it was like a, a quiet, it was the, it was a quiet before the storm, you know, the 2020, of course, many things happen. We don't forget. Okay. Many, many people got hurt and died, unfortunately, but it was, it was some kind of quiet before the storm now. And now everything that you said, that, like you said, we have to squeeze two years in one year on one month and we have to run like a bunnies all around, you know, but we can do it. We can do it. If anyone of course can we, it, can. we can. Of course it. we can. We are, we are a, a species of achievers. Uh, we can do more. Okay. 
thank you very much for your time this week, Angelo. It's been amazing speaking to you. Thank you, Oli. I'm so excited to see your results, and I want I want to see, I want to hear a little bit more about those obstacles next time. I like I like the distance things, but distance when you've got obstacles thrown in, it makes it a lot more interesting. Because uh, yeah, you, I mean, I can't even imagine trying to complete that distance whilst exhausting your muscles in bonus torturous ways you know so i will just be running i think the obstacles perhaps would break up the running a little bit give you something to aim for but yeah it's probably torture (laughs) (laughs) i don't know when you have to when you have to carry like a last one of the 10k you know when you have to carry uh, like a heavy weight yeah, uh, like a, maybe for for a for one k or half a k or whatever, he's exhausting yeah, like your legs. It's, it's like you're doing it's like you're doing two rounds of dishes, you know. <laughs> yeah. So this, this is what just before we just before we go, this is something I do do is when I do go for a run, I run to the shop and I run with an empty backpack, but on the way back I run with a full backpack and it's got four pints of milk, it's got orange juice, it's got it's got frozen chicken, it's heavy. I'm talking. I'm talking. I want to know what, what else do you have in this bag? Tell me what else in this bag. Uh, let me see. Um, <laughs> there's, there's, there's often some mozzarella. Mozzarella. They've got some mozzarella. Mozzarella. Um, it's usually, actually, by the time I get home, there's some squashed bananas. Uh, there's <laughs> some, some exploded yogurts. Um, <laughs> you've got to run when you when you're running home with a bag full of things that can explode. Your legs you're like moves, grenades, but your upper body stays still. <laughs> but your legs, just... yeah. So you can keep you can keep <laughs> the yogurt just in yeah. shape, so it's not going right. to be like yeah. a yeah. I, I, it, you... What I should do is I should run there and empty the ingredients for a smoothie, and then by the time I get back, just pour it out into a cup and drink. Man. I, my my question was was specifically for a reason. I was waiting. I asked you no what you have in the bag. I know what you're you waiting did, for. You did. No. no, the lentils are at home, man. I don't need to buy more lentils. I've got all the lentils I need. There you go. Now you're talking. Yeah. The yeah. never-ending lentils at home. The never lentils are never-ending. That's right. We're mental for lentils. Okay. Right. Let's leave it there. Thank you very much. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, we have been the Shaped by Gods podcast. Angelo, USA ambassador from the USA of the US. Uh, <laughs> uh, Oli Cardo, freeletics ambassador from the UK. Uh, and next time, in, the, in the UK. <laughs> next time, we're going to smash those intros. We're going to smash those intros. Right. Good luck uh, with your race, my friend. I can't wait for the next uh, podcast. It's going to be insane. That's going to be good. We're going to have a lot to report on, right? A oh, yeah, big time. Yeah, I hope we're not gonna be, uh, you know, <laughs> half a of what we are. <laughs> yeah. Hi guys, Live. I'm 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 uh, I'm here uh, chilling in my hospital room. <laughs> yeah, live from a wheelchair. Right. Okay. Thank you. We'll speak to you soon. Thanks for listening.